Hi, this is Adrian Sala, founder of Wikisleep. As many of you know, the Wikisleep app is now available for both Apple and Android devices. And I recently updated it, adding some fun features like autoplay for the next episode, sequential play of your favorite episode and a timer so that you can set it and forget it while you drift off to sleep. I wanted to mention that I am removing ads from the podcast because I know how disruptive they are. My sincere hope is that you'll go to the app and try it out, where I believe the experience is just better. And as part of that, though, over the next coming weeks, I'll be changing the episodes on the podcast to be closer to previews of full episodes, about six or seven minutes each. If you'd like to hear this and every other episode in its entirety, they're available on the app, and you can access that by visiting wikisleep.com. It's simple to download and get started, and there's a free trial so you can test it out at no cost today. Anyway, I encourage you to get the app, and in the meantime, I hope you get some rest and enjoy this episode. Good evening, I'm Adrian Sala, and tonight I'm going to read to you about the volcanic destruction of Pompeii. Located in southern Italy near the famous Mount Vesuvius, the Roman city of Pompeii fell victim to one of the deadliest volcanic events in European history. In the autumn of the year 79 AD, an eruption began that was so abrupt and so violent that it vaporized people where they stood, cementing them in ash forever. Pompeii was nearly lost forever until it was discovered some 1500 years later. If you're able, I suggest taking a moment to get comfortable. Maybe even take a big, long stretch before settling in. Then, take a few slow, deep breaths, filling all the way up before releasing your lungs and letting go into this tale of a nearly 2,000-year-old volcanic event. In the years leading up to the Vesuvius eruption, several earthquakes had occurred, a hallmark of volcanic activity. The first, on February 5th, 62 AD, caused widespread destruction around the Bay of Naples. 
Athens, and especially to Pompeii, which was situated near its epicenter. Another smaller quake took place nearly two years later, which has lent itself to the lore of Roman Emperor Nero. Contemporary historian Tacitus recorded that during the event, Nero was in Naples performing for the first time in a public theater. It is said that the emperor continued to sing until he had finished his song despite the quake, and that the theater collapsed shortly after it being evacuated. Later, Nero is famed for having kept playing his lyre while his city burned, which may be an extension of the original tale. Following the first two larger events, there was a period of calm for about 15 years with no major earthquakes. But in the days leading up to the Mount Vesuvius eruption, several smaller quakes were felt. However, since the inhabitants of the area surrounding Mount Vesuvius had grown accustomed to minor tremors, the signals of an impending eruption weren't recognized and it caught nearly everyone off guard. The only surviving eyewitness account of the event consists of two letters by Pliny the Younger who was 17 at the time of the eruption, that he wrote to the historian Tacitus some 25 years after the event. One of the letters relates his uncle's experience, Pliny the Elder, which were told to him by those who survived. In the second letter, Pliny the Younger details his own observations after the departure of his uncle. From where he was positioned across the bay in the town of Mycenaeum, Pliny the Younger was able to see an extraordinarily dense cloud rising rapidly above Mount Vesuvius on the day of the eruption. He wrote, the appearance of which I cannot give you a more exact description of than by likening it to that of a pine tree, for it shot up to a great height in the form of a very tall trunk, which spread itself out at the top into a sort of branches. It appeared sometimes bright and sometimes dark and spotted, according as it was either more or less impregnated with earth and cinders. The appearance of the ash cloud promoted an evacuation from Pompeii by sea, to which Pliny the Elder sailed away in order to participate and lead. Just 17 years old, Pliny the Younger stayed back and attempted to resume a normal life, continuing to study and bathe. But that night a tremor woke him and his mother, prompting them to abandon the house for the courtyard. At near dawn, 
another tremor roused residents of the village. The dawn light was obscured by a black cloud through which shone flashes that Pliny likened to sheet lightning, but more extensive. The ash cloud obscured Point Macinum and the island of Capri across the bay. Fearing for their lives, residents began to call to each other and move back from the coast along the If you're enjoying this Wikisleep story and would like to hear it in its entirety, full episodes are available on the Wikisleep app, where there is so much more to help you get to sleep. Simply visit the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and search Wikisleep. Or visit wikisleep.com where there are simple links to the app. Remember, we're not a regular sleep app. We're a cool sleep app. Affordable, fun, and endlessly interesting.